0: Welcome to We Belong. I'm John and I'm forcing my friend Nelson, who doesn't like anime, to watch and discuss different anime. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back. This week we are continuing Jujutsu Kaisen on We Belong. We have watched episodes 4 through 7 now. Got a little bit further. I have Nelson here who is being dragged through different animes, giving his different opinions upon everything.
1: My uncultured opinion, if you will. Yeah, that too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we can just get right on into it. We ended on episode three, so we're picking up with episode four, which opens up as they are entering the cursed womb art. The episode picks up with the handler bringing uh, Nobara, Ushiguro, and Itadori to this prison that has had a cursed womb effect forming over top of it from a special grade curse that is starting to inhabit the area. When they get dropped off, they find out all these different things about courses and, you know, all the different classifications and how bad they can be or not. They put up a veil to surround the area so that way onlookers do not see into the cursed stuff then they head inside get a little experience in the cursed domain from this cursed spirit that is creating a sort of wave around it of weird energy that distorts reality they come across a body of a couple of the different prisoners and have a little debate on what to do when that happens the special grade cursed spirit shows up shit hits the fan people get dismembered and fighting ensues. They make a spur-of-the-moment decision for Itadori to stay and distract the thing until Tsukuna can take over. Once Fushigoro and uh, Nobara are safely away from the prison, he does. And they start going at it, both Sukuna and also the Cursed Spirit, until Tsukuna sucks up the Cursed Spirit, eats a finger, goes to go switch back with Itadori, realizes that Itadori can't. And that's where the episode ends. So we'll go right back to the beginning uh starting off with the handler dropping off each dory and the gang to the prison
1: i gotta say the handler guy i kind of like how um he kind of seems like a pushover with uh he's a very anxious individual he's extreme and you know what that's again you're just giving me characters i can relate to and that's what i'm here for absolutely oh my (laughs) god he was shaking he was like i don't really want to be here i'm just the driver Just
0: the driver. Yeah. No, but he uh, gets out. He starts setting up the veil, which is sort of a
1: dome that they can
0: form up over a surrounding area. So that way, as stuff pops up, the world isn't like, oh, my gosh, there's like these demon things that are everywhere and they can get us at any moment. And so (laughs) they are useful in that way of keeping everything a little bit hush hush under the radar yeah so the veil goes down over everything and he sort of fills them in on different curse classifications each is very new to it while the other two know everything already about it it's funny uh <laughs> ranked four is you can easily take it out with a bat uh, the third one is a handgun could be useful against it the second grade is a shotgun. First grade, a tank might not be enough. And then special grade is simply carpet bombing it with cluster bombs.
1: Yeah, which is, I mean, to me, at least it seems like a natural progression. Um, you go from a bat to the Glock and then hope for the best.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, that's really what we're here for. But yeah, I mean, I just so far, really all we've seen is the, the S tier so I really want to kind of see just how easy it would be for somebody like, you know, Fushiguro to actually go up against, you know, a four or a three, where, sure, the three's got a little bit of a like a pain to it.
0: Yeah, but, like, very much just stomp on them into the ground,
1: essentially. Oh, absolutely. Show me some just relentless shit-kicking for, like, <laughs> five seconds that isn't one of our guys getting tossed around. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And then they, uh, they go to head into the prison, Bushiguro does his uh, thing where he calls out the demon dogs and you were actually able to notice this time that he was not just making random Naruto hand signs that actually sort of resembled the dog <laughs> and you know making sense of stuff, making it because hands are the best way to articulate the body I feel like when
1: the rest of your stuff is doing stuff. Yeah I mean you can't he can't get on all fours and bark like it doesn't really it's yeah really there's a little work. too much on the nose <laughs> yeah but so is making yeah. a dog with your hands i feel like yeah. that but i i get it no that's absolutely the best way to articulate it yeah but the dogs are so cute also they are they are uh 10 out of 10 certified good boys absolutely the best boys as shown by uh itadori and nobara both immediately breaking down to pet the dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's getting it's getting a lot more i guess because you know as it goes with any show really episodes one through 3 were all hey here's our world here's what's in it have fun without the you know part about having fun but now we're we're starting to see at least i am uh a little bit more personality to everybody except for Fushiguro. Yeah, I feel like they're starting to flesh out the characters. I feel like it
0: mostly comes from
1: the interactions that they have with
0: the other characters that really lets it develop.
1: over. For time. sure, absolutely. Be, I mean, Fushiguro is a stick in the mud. I don't really see too much happening with him <laughs> as of as of yet. I don't yeah. think. I don't think it. You know episode 21 he's gonna go start his stand-up career in tokyo that's not really gonna be a thing but yeah i think it really gave you ptsd to your retail time because <laughs>
0: whenever he gets a little bit angstier here about oh, he, god yeah chime in with the... this
1: man is the embodiment of hot topic
0: i feel like that perfectly sums up fushiguro especially in like these first couple of episodes he yeah. you'll see him change a little bit over time but he does still have that like very sasuke style to him of knowing
1: more and being a little angsty and
0: oh the world is horrible
1: but i'm cool after working at hot topic i saw nine fushiguros a day it, <laughs> it was very much like dude okay i get it you're here grab your like vomit flavored jelly beans and get the fuck out of my store <laughs> like he needs to calm down and take the bus home. That's, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Getting bean boozled all the time. That's what it is. Thank you. I could not remember for the life. So fun fact, we used to actually like kick those kids out of the store. Because they would do the bean boozled in the store and then immediately vomit on the floor. Oh, God. They didn't have the common sense. Do you know how many trash? We were right next to the food court. Do you know how many trash cans were there that they could have just not done that shit in my store? would have easily have gone to. (laughs) Dude, it was like 10 steps. But no, they insist. But, ah, Jesus. Back to them heading back
0: into the prison as soon as they get inside. Ushiguro sort of recognizes that they're in a partial domain. Essentially, Jujutsu Sorcerers and Cursed Spirits can make these domains that are of their choosing and sort of the world that they're creating. And as soon as he realizes it, he doesn't say anything out loud, (laughs) which probably would have been smart. He turns around, the door is already gone, and everyone starts freaking out a little bit, and they make their way a little bit further in. And they come to this huge opening where there's different dead bodies. There was a mom who was yelling to them when they are outside. of Like, please rescue my son. Uh, I love him. Please bring him back to me. And so Itadori finds the body and is like, we need to bring him back. We have to get him out.
1: Bring my body back, Harry. Bring my body back.
0: Uh, <laughs> and Fushiguro very much disagrees with Itadori.
1: Yeah, he didn't he didn't want to save
0: anyone. It was a, well, he, I think that he was also of the pretense that's like we
1: need to get in
0: and get out as yeah. opposed to we need to get in and save people cuz we're just going to fucking die cuz it's a special grade curse spirit.
1: Right, but it it was also d- didn't he even say at one point like I don't have any intention on saving anyone.
0: Yeah, I never uh I'm not going to spend time saving people I never intended to
1: save. I yeah, think is it what was, he said. The jail's on fire and he said let it burn. Yeah.
0: Well he he said that he had prior knowledge. Apparently the son had hit a little girl on his way home from school and killed a little girl and Fushiguro was essentially like, Well, he killed someone, so he deserved to die And then he asked Ichidori is like, What happens with somebody that you save because you believe in saving everyone, goes on to kill another person? Is right, that death he was- on your hand?
1: he was a second offense i believe is what was said yeah it was a pattern it was maybe he was just really not good at driving and probably should have taken the hint but just a tiny (laughs) bit but here we are dismembered on the floor with like a fucking origami of other corpses in front of you man was too busy playing human bumper cars (laughs) And, and losing badly
0: yes very badly But yeah, they're in the middle of the fighting. Nobara's like, what are you guys doing? Uh, We got stuff to worry about. Are you both stupid? And then as she does that, she falls down into the ground and gets separated from them. And that's what makes them like stop. And Fushiguro's like, oh, the special grade curse spirit must be around. Oh, wait, my dog would have detected it. And then he looks over and then the dog's head is really sticking out, bloodied from the wall because it's been fused with the wall. And then he whips around and the curse spirit is standing right next to him. And Ichidori as they are essentially fighting right now. And your reaction to seeing this special grade curse spirit for the first time, because he looks strange, was just that's
1: a thing from the shape of water. My man did not skip leg day. He ripped off his pants and then threw the sun at him. <laughs> 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 I mean, it it was it was very shape of water, but he yeah. had he had his weird cocoon mermaid tail. Yep whatever the hell that thing was and extremely muscular as well the
0: tone
1: comes He's out with like his
0: little loincloth but other than that like buck ass naked and just shredded
1: absolutely yoked that was like itadori levels of jacked yeah or as soon as like Sukuna takes over <laughs> yeah the second Sukuna pops up you're like oh wow has to be shirtless has to be there is no to other way yeah, Sukuna really just his big war
0: isn't against humanity. It's against uh, shirts.
1: Oh, shirts and carbs. The two Absolutely. things that must go.
0: He's all about the gains.
1: Absolutely. Gaining fingers.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, so he pops up. They both freeze because they're like, what the hell do we do? And then Ichidori sort of recovers first. He pulls out this blade that Gojo gave him in the episodes prior that it's going to take out cursed spirits. He slashes at it. And his hand with the blade gets attached from his body. The curse spirit doesn't even do anything, doesn't even slash Ichidori making contact with him, Like makes his hand just pop right off of his
1: body. Uh to which you said Friday night just got a lot lonelier. But you know? <laughs> uh, you know it, Natural it, reaction. Absolutely. But the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he the the advice that he was given. At the beginning of the episode was run or die. Yeah. Fight or flight kicked in. And I guess, you know, once that happens, all logic really goes out the window. And he said, let's run it. Yeah. And that's how you lose a hand. Yeah. He got he got run. (laughs) He he got run (laughs) big time. Uh, They sort
0: of realized that it's futile to keep on attacking it. So. Itadori looks at uh, and, or Fushiguro and says, find Nobara, get out of here. And as soon as you guys are safe, send me a signal and I will let Sukuna take over because he brings up like, oh, I can just shift into Sukuna. And he's like, no, no, if you shift into to me, I'm just going to
1: kill your buddy here and then I'm going to go kill your other friend as well as soon as I find her. And he also said some very not nice things about when he finds her, the friend,
0: yeah, essentially, that he's gonna take
1: his time with her. Uh, a little it bit was, of torture, you know. Always, yeah. Good. It was I'm gonna have fun with her. Yeah, that's kind of fucked. But you know, he's a <laughs> he's a bad guy for a reason, I suppose. He's an evil son of a bitch for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you know that is a a very what do I do in that situation type of ordeal. You have mm-hmm. you have the power to kind of let this end. But at what cost? And that is not dying a good death. No. And he has this moment of just
0: like absolute clarity where he's like, "This is what I'm supposed to do." Right before Fushiguro leaves to yeah. go try to find Nobara and get out of there, where he just looks over. And he's like, "Hey, it's all right." Just like super calm and collected, which I think makes Fushiguro be like, "Okay, he's got this," even though he doesn't. And then he goes running and finds
1: Nobara to get her out of there. And she was fighting all of the floating heads, the Yeah,
0: like floating masks and stuff, and then she runs out of nails. And then as she's about to be captured or eaten, I guess, by one of these cursed spirits, Fushiguro shows up with a frog. With a frog.
1: And (laughs) you know, pulls her out as like, all right, we're getting the hell out of here. I'm really I'm really glad to know that he can because it, it hadn't really been established, I don't think, unless I missed it, you
0: can do more than just dogs. More than
1: just dogs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, as soon as that one dog
0: dies, uh, he in the next second he summons this owl thing that's carrying him around, and also a a frog with like this huge ass
1: tongue that saves Namara as well. And I believe he also had a snake, because yeah, the snake yeah. is what grabbed the the floating mask out of the air. Is it? It is, yeah. and then like the snake attacks that and then the frog does that thing that frogs do and shoots its tongue out and rescues (laughs) her and then ribbit ribbit hops away
0: all while itadoria is up above trying to fight a special grade curse and himself yeah by himself which don't don't go too well for him no uh he tries to the thing literally punches him through a wall he gets up realizes that the thing is charging up like this energy this cursed energy and when it releases it he pulls up his hands to try to like defend himself and you watch the tips of his fingers get ground down to nubs by yeah. this cursed energy
1: which I mean, you, you know why he got kicked through the wall right why it's because it wasn't reinforced <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's why. That's uh. <laughs> yeah, once once the the fingers went away combined with the lack of a hand, I, at that point when he kind of starts freaking out, that's really I think his oh shit moment. Yeah, because until that low. Yeah, because until now he's comparatively had a pretty decent walk in the park. Mm-hmm. But taking on the was it the special grade
0: yeah the special grade
1: yeah taking on the special grade by himself you you really get to watch the defeat hit him
0: yeah he has that moment i think the thing that only brings him back is he remembers his grandfather's last words and then he channels his emotions into his fist and is actually able to harness some of that cursed energy that he's feeling and gives him a little bit of you know Something to work for in the future episodes. But in the moment, he goes and he punches the thing and it catches his hand. And you're like, oh, he's going to do something cool. And then he's like, nah. He just takes a complete L. Yeah. And that's when uh, Fushiguro gets outside. They send Nobara away. And he has his dog, Howl, which is a sign to Ichidori to switch with Sukuna. And as soon as that happens, the switch happens. And Sukuna just wrecks shit <laughs> the cursed spirit gets absolutely just fucked
1: but he says let's work together yeah he
0: he pitches like how do i do this because he's far away oh i know i'm just gonna team up with this thing and then that thing goes after him and he was like are you fucking kidding me and yeah. turns around and ends
1: him uh <laughs> his, shark, his shark tank pitch was not there no not at all uh sukana said i'm out uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wonderful wanted royalties, but Sukuna was not about that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he he throws him he throws him into the wall, right? And like has him dismembered. Yeah, he he punches him down through the bridge that
0: they're standing on, rips off his arm. They hit the ground, and then he pins him up against the wall and takes away all of his limbs. <laughs> Happens to the goes, best wow. of us. It's weird, I'm considered a curse spirit, and you're considered a curse spirit. We're both special grades, but I was able to do that to you, so you must not be super special. Uh, so is really good at just talking shit.
1: Oh, yeah. My man's been chirping from the bench for so long, he's had his practice. Yeah, which now Ichidori is inside, and Tsukuna is
0: on the outside. outside which you... It touches on it later, but still in the moment before we get to that next episode of knowing what's going to happen with Itadori being inside of Sukuna, (laughs) your reaction
1: was... Do we ever figure out what Itadori does when he's switched? Like, what does he do inside the body? Like, is he playing Minecraft? I still think he's playing Minecraft, yeah. But when we did find out, I'm very glad that I had at least one of my stupid questions answered.
0: yeah. Uh, in about two episodes from now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it took time but we got there, okay? No, and I like that uh as the thing gets out it grows its limbs and he does a little shows you a little sneak preview of a domain as he pulls up his shrine and cuts the thing into five pieces, walks up, pulls one of his fingers out of its chest eats it and then goes to walk outside. But then he's also like, oh, Itadori is probably going to take back over. And so he talks to him. He's like, yeah, if you're going to do it, just do it. And then he doesn't. And Suken is like, oh, I have control. I don't have to worry about this guy. Uh, And that's where the episode ends, which I feel like I'm glad that... You with your bingingness and everything, we could just go right into the next episode, so you don't have to worry about a cliffhanger and waiting yep. to find out what happens.
1: I don't want to wait. I want to know now. So thank you for letting us do an entire arc, mm-hmm. so that I can find out. Absolutely, got you. Uh, what did you think
0: of him eating another
1: finger? So he when when he goes to to cut uh shaped water into the pieces. He walks up to him and goes, I only meant to cut you into three, but he cut him into five, if not more. Because I think it was five for the whole. Oh, he like, he cuts him like straight up and down. Like, yeah. Oh, five, he, he yeah, five decimated times. that
0: dude. And, and at like a half of a second.
1: Yeah. And he goes, oh, you know, I only meant to cut you into three. You must not be all that good. Yeah. With the other finger coming into play, it's going to be really really cool like i don't want to be rooting for the bad guy here but i kind of am Of seeing him get like super op oh yeah like destroy the world go ahead <laughs> slay queen i don't I care see it happen. <laughs> i want to see it happen i want all 20 fingers i want a minimum of 16 in play the other four i don't give a shit they can vibe but i want to see him go ham yeah, me too. Because I think even I think you were you were even saying before, like they're still not up to like even the the episodes that are currently up to date. Uh, yeah, no. that's uh, kind of still the, the thing. Ending
0: of season one is technically the is for the most part the farthest that uh, Jujutsu Kaisen at this point. The first five episodes of season two have come out, which is the end of an arc that anyone's already seen it. And by the time that this is out and everything, it probably has progressed further. But season one, the finale of that is the farthest chronologically that Jujutsu Kaisen has gone.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: And so far, minor spoilers, Tsukuna is not up to 16 or 20 fingers
1: Damn. Uh, <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Crazy. It's like the rumbling happening, happening in like season like two. <laughs> yeah a little jumping of the shark wow. yeah where do we <laughs> like, go where from where here. yeah here you go mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh that's how
0: episode four ends with sukuna sort of realizing that he can take over and stuff and then season five or season episode four, season, five episode five picks up with Tsukuna going to fight Fushiguro. Things get a little dragon ball-y. Fushiguro gets a shit rocked and it ends with Itadori changing back only to die right in front of him. Then we see Gato for the first time on the streets of Tokyo, meeting with the cursed spirits, meeting to make evil plans. While
1: that's happening, we got a couple
0: more characters uh, introduced to Fushiguro and Nobara as they are pouting on the front of the steps of uh, Jujutsu
1: High. I don't know about pouting. Okay. Hold on now. Well, morning morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grieving i guess there you and go as morning what's her
0: name maki comes up and then panda and inumaki the second years come up they introduce themselves then we find itadori with a hole in his chest in the morgue and get teased with him facing off with sukuna inside of himself uh yeah i guess that we can go to the point where sukuna gets outside and starts fighting Fushiguro.
1: Yeah, that fight was certainly at the point in time at which it happened, easily the best one so far. Yeah. You kind of got to see what Sukuna is capable of to the point where, didn't he even let Fushiguro take like 30 free punches and completely, completely whiffed all of them? Yeah, no, he... He he's like i haven't done in this his in a while pockets.
0: i'm gonna take my time uh let's just talk and as he's saying that then Fushiguro is throwing these punches and he's just going back and forth just bobbing and weaving
1: the muhammad ali level of dodging those punches correct yeah. hands <laughs> in pockets and not a care in the world not a single fuck given no nary one to spare but that was i mean much like the much like gojo sitting on the the curse on Tsukuna. on Tsukuna, yeah it was it it very much reminded me of that where hey here's somebody who is way more powerful than you just turning you into a toy for five minutes
0: yeah it reminds of like the whole power scaling because how far is uh fushiguro away from gojo if Gojo was able to do that to Sukuna, and then Fujiguro is trying to do that, and Sukuna is doing that to him.
1: Yeah, he got manhandled. You know, he he started to land a couple of hits, and it was at that point Sukuna said, "You know what? Explore your space."
0: Yeah, and then he fucking yeets this man through the city.
1: Yeah, and it. I mean, it's a really good thing that he had them evacuate the other five kilometers up to ten. Yeah. Because that would have gone south very quickly. Oh, very, very quickly. Uh, the, uh, He gets slammed into a building, and
0: the only reason that he lives is because he has his, like, cursed spirit thing protecting him to sort of break his fall. His owl, right? His owl bird, yeah. Yeah. And he looks at me, and goes, wow. Like, you see him at the bottom of the building, and you're like, wow, he's he is messed up.
1: Yeah. He, he got fucked up pretty good. But Sukuna coming down and just I guess having that conversation with him of mm-hmm. you have potential but you're not there yet yeah I think he he says you, why did you run back there like instead
0: of fighting the cursed spirit like you could have it, it's a waste of talent I think is what he says
1: yes you are a waste of talent which he's not wrong no Fushiguro not wrong. I mean, he's- yeah, Fushiguro I'm is is Yeah, he's a freshman in high school. He's just coming into it.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you'll see over time he does,
1: you know, grow into it quite a bit as well as
0: everything starts happening, which is really, really cool to see. We'll see it more towards like the end of season one. But he does some some cool shit. All right, cool. This is what Tsukuna was talking about.
1: Yeah, so it'll be really nice to see him kind of come into his own and Mm -hmm. hopefully be less... MCR, and a little bit more Blink-182. It's okay. He'll pick up on all the small things that he needs, to. Well, work sucks. I know.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but uh, he does that, and Ushiguro hears that. You sort of hear the reason why he fights during that whole thing of, you find out that even if somebody is living their best life is a good person, they are not immune to being cursed so he fights and he indiscriminately fights for those for everyone around him to save people because anyone can essentially get befallen by these horrible circumstances so he is what is trying to be like the barrier in between those
1: unless you're in the jdc for killing a kid then well, yeah. you can just be dead on the floor it's all I right think he's like
0: an innocent until
1: proven guilty type thing <laughs> yeah, that's. You know what? That's that's acceptable.
0: Yeah, he's like, if you haven't done anything wrong, I'll you know defend you, put my life on the line. But if you're a bad person, you're a bad person, and uh, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You're on your own. So he gets like this little speech. He gets very empowered. He sort of gets like a cursed energy flow over his whole body. That Sukuna is like, all right, things are getting interesting. And he stands up, and then before anything cool can really start to happen. He just lets the curse energy go away as he sees that Ichidori, like, regains his composure and Tsukune is being forced out. And unfortunately, that means that Ichidori doesn't have a heart. Well, he got a hole in his chest. He got a hole. And so he tells him the reason why he saved him back there instead of just leaving him to die. And Ichidori looks up and he just is like, yeah, no, I, uh. I just wanted to be with you and Gojo and Nabara and I wanted to save people because you guys seem like real good people. And I hope that you live the best life possible,
1: which got you. Those are like the nicest final words. I'm really glad he uh, didn't go the path of his grandfather.
0: (laughs) Which I can only imagine if he had like come back from Tsukuna before he fell over from the hole in his chest. Just being like, yeah, be better. Uh, Don't be a shit human being. What Fushiguro would have done
1: from that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, the whole thing is them staying his execution. So at that point, he would probably just be like, well, that like, he kicked the bucket. That's one less thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. But Sukuna, I had it? Oh no, <laughs> Sukuna going for the heart immediately because he tears his heart out at the very beginning of that fight. Oh, yeah. Like the beginning of the episode, essentially. Oh, yeah. And the thing with that is that seems like a very and this might just be because i'm i'm not a you know special grade cursed spirit but that mm-hmm. should seem like a very last resort thing yeah well he he doesn't need the heart he but doesn't. itadori does but if he did if if itadori comes back he drops dead but that yeah. should be one of those things where because if you're if he's gaining the composure if he removes the heart like during that gaining composure i feel like that would stop it but instead it's just kind of because itadori doesn't know that he's without the heart at that point i don't think so he does really yeah i think that
0: he's i think he's lucid and like watching everything like watching a movie the entire time
1: well he's gonna get really good at that in the next couple episodes so
0: (laughs) hey guys Future John here. So in the next area, I sort of mentioned Gato as Gento. I'm a silly goose. Please forgive me. Anyway, back to the episode. Yeah, but Itadori essentially dies, and we God. just sort of pan out. And then all of a sudden, it's daytime. I think it's the next day or something like that. Word has gotten out that Itadori died uh, among the Jujutsu Sorcerer community, and we get to meet Gento for the
1: first time. But he. I was really mad because he seemed like a good dude. And then... No, I mean... (laughs) He walks through the uh, cafe and he's like,
0: Oh, yeah, no. table for one, he's smiling and being very, very kind to
1: everyone. Look, if you're kind to the waitstaff, then you have a special place in my heart. However, (laughs) when I see you walking around with, you know, the crowd he was watching, the Squid Games chilling, and the guy who it sounds it just sounds like he talks backwards
0: yeah it's uh there they are a spirit that they talk in nonsense but the meaning behind what they're saying permeates the brain of whatever hears it so they know what it's saying
1: oh
0: yeah it's weird uh
1: <laughs> it's but, super that weird.
0: Is, but that I'll is what i it yeah, and then you have Jogo, who is, you know, got the volcano on his head with Gento, uh, this very quiet, mushroomy, squid-looking thing, and that. And they just sort of sit down in the cafe, and they start talking a little bit about different things, about all the—I think that they open up with Jogo's boss— what his goals are in reversing the roles of humans versus cursed spirits and making humans feel like her spirits are in those, like a big role reversal that would give the curse spirits the world, which I think is interesting. Uh, and so they sort of touch on that in different things. And then it goes over to Gojo and the handler in the morgue with Ichidori's body there. Uh, Gojo sort of starts rambling about how is most likely a, set up from the higher ups because he had to really lobby in to get the execution stayed so it's weird that he was assigned a mission at the same time that this whole other thing was happening so he couldn't be with his students who was one of the people that they wanted to off and if it, conveniently he died then it wouldn't have been the worst of things
1: yeah the i guess yeah there is that that real sentiment behind that of gojo actually really does seem to care about yeah. all of his students
0: it really gives him like the, the like he is a good teacher he care he like he gives a shit
1: he really does you know everybody's got that one and that's what he's trying to be and the previous mission that they went on where you know we got to see how everybody kind of works they weren't fighting anything big that was probably like a what level two or level one
0: uh, I think that it was probably like a third grade or something like that.
1: Okay. So that. yeah, they weren't, yeah, they, they, they weren't fighting anything huge. No. And then, and then yeah, it just he escalates. I can definitely understand why he's putting on the tinfoil hat. Because oh, absolutely. You had somebody hit a straight shot playing mini golf mm-hmm. and then you put him on the PGA tour. Yeah. You really said, all right. Just and here we go. To the throw you right into it. Yeah, Exactly. So I can I can definitely understand why he's mad on that one. Uh, I I think he even said at one point he's like, "What if I just kill him?"
0: Yeah, he was like, "I could just kill them and then get around that." I'm like, "All right, Gojo." <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> A little dark, but okay. <laughs> we get we
1: get it, my guy. We really do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah but as he's like doing that, then uh, this doctor lady comes in, who is uh, Miss Ieri, uh, and. She, uh, you've seen Attack on Titan, but it essentially is goth Hanji of like, well, I guess I can cut into him and figure out what the hell is happening.
1: She was so excited to dissect Itadori. Absolutely. She was like, when can I start cutting? uh hey, if you love <laughs> what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but we go from the morgue to Fushiguro and Nobara mourning. There uh, you go. Inchimori. Yeah, I got it right that time. There you um, go. <laughs> and sort of being sad about it, rightfully so, and as they're in their thoughts, they get interrupted by Maki as she comes up to me. and Lily says, wow, you look even sadder than normal. What? <laughs> who, who died? You guys have? <laughs> yeah, essentially, I'm like, okay, <laughs> and then as she does that, then her two other classmates, Inumaki and Panda, uh, your favorite, call him over, uh, which you've been looking forward to him and having questions because you saw him in the opening and also the ending. The past, like, two episodes, you're like, so what is gonna happen with this? And then you realize that (laughs) he's
1: the one who calls Maki over to tell her about shit. What? (laughs) He talks? Which just brings me to more questions. Yeah. Uh, they I have to get answered Zen- later on, but in the meantime. Better. You can't just be like, hey, man, here's a sentient panda bear. Oh, cool. Can you <laughs> tell me about him? No. Nah. <laughs> Not, uh- <laughs> understand it's a sentient bear.
0: Yeah. And while they're all talking amongst themselves, Fushiguro breaks down the second years for mm-hmm. Nobara. It's like, yeah, no, that's Maki Zenin. Uh She... Uh is really good at like using tools, and then that's Inomaki. He's a cursed speech user, and then that's Panda. And then he just leaves it there. He and she's like, That's it. really all you're gonna give me. And as the viewers, that's all we get as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I feel her pain there. No Nobara. I hear you, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I the, the, the kid with the, the cursed speech. Yeah. Who Look, only
0: talks in in uh, sushi? sushi.
1: Yeah, sushi and rice ball ingredients. If Panda wasn't there, he would have my heart. <laughs> because in very serious moments, he's just like, "M mm, mustard leaf. Benito flakes. Salmon. <laughs> Tuna. <laughs> Tuna. Uh, the, ki- the kid's amazing. Oh, he's fantastic. He is he's one just, of my favorites. He's so good. That's it. I don't know why there's just something so pure. Yeah, no, it's very... It's very pure. I don't know what it is
0: about it. I don't know if it's like, oh, he only knows a couple of words, just like a baby. Uh, But (laughs) later you get to see more of him doing things later on and you're like, wow, okay, he's cool. Uh, And I'm very excited for you to see that as well. What did you think of Maki and Panda, and essentially all three of them right off the bat, like first impressions?
1: So right off the bat, first impressions were definitely like here come the cool kids. Because you always, you know, when you're in high school and you get to talk to the upperclassmen, it's kind of one of those like, oh man, like they're they're talking to me. That's kind of cool. But they were just, they were really chill. Yeah. And I I really like that, you know, it doesn't seem competitive to them amongst each other. Amongst Uh, each other? No. But when it comes to the exchange program that they talk about, absolutely it's hey we're gonna we're gonna take you guys and we're gonna make you better yeah and the exchange event is
0: it happens in season one it there is a lot of stuff that happens during that and there are a lot of characters that will get introduced for that and you will understand why there is such a competitive spirit
1: oh i'm sure
0: the exchange event and it it's really good
1: because i believe they said anything short of killing someone is allowed yeah
0: yeah, they say it's like an all out uh fight, Jujutsu Sorcerer versus Jujutsu Sorcerer, where you can use any techniques just so long as you don't
1: kill the person. Yeah, which god damn, I'm excited for that. But <laughs> yeah,
0: no, because you get to see a little bit of like the OPing stuff where it's just like, oh, they're just going all out. Cool.
1: Yeah, it was really it was really episode six here where I actually am I'm excited to continue. There haven't been as many things with eyes. So that's yeah. a really big plus for me, but it, the, the characters that they're bringing in are definitely so far because I'm sure we'll meet more down the line that are a fucking stick in the mud, but yes. they're all, they're all really cool. They're all yeah. even, even what was it, uh, Mako. Who, who was the, who was the evil guy? Uh, Gento. Thank you. Um, I want to say Maki, but I know that's the girl uh yeah. even even gento i'm like you know what man let's grab a beer tell me tell me about you like i want to yeah. i want to know about you uh-huh and we we will find out more about him
0: don't you worry about it oh good 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 i'll be honest not a lot this yeah yeah that's all i'll say um you <laughs> <Wow. laughs> have to wait Thanks, a little man. bit but you will find things yeah and then it actually goes back to him to finish out the episode uh talking to the cursed spirits. I think in that moment it's revealed that they are the main cursed spirits uh, of like, they are the first fears and everything. Like, so these are like the OGs of the cursed spirits that he is talking to in this. Uh, And he sort of lays out this plan of if we are going to do what your boss wants, then we need to have two things done. We need to make sure that uh, Satoru, Uh, Satoru Gojo is sealed away and we need to make sure that Tsukuna and the vessel of Tsukuna have been turned to our side. Once that happens, then we're all good to go. But we cannot fully go through with our plan unless those two things happen because they will get in the way of each other. And I like the insight that that sort of gives us into them and their whole goals and everything going forward. It's not... Well, I mean, we're only in episode five and we have the evil six. plan late. Oh yeah. Sick. Oh no, not even five going into six. We're still uh, in five. That's right. We're still in five. Yeah. Uh, and they, it, it's just very clearly laid out right from there. So it's not waiting until, you know, uh, I feel like with arrow and stuff like that, it was, you waited until the last 10 episodes to find out what the actual goal of the villain was. And
1: this one, right. it's very
0: nice to have it just right off the bat,
1: you know? And it it also really gives you insight into just how much of a badass Gojo is for them to be sitting in the cafe being like, of all of the ones who are out there, this is the dude we got to worry about.
0: Yeah, like we can take out everyone else, but if he is left standing, we are screwed.
1: Yeah. And I'm really glad that they didn't make me wait 10 episodes to see what was happening with all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have been mad.
0: Yeah. yeah, Uh Episode five ends with it going into Itadori as Jogo has essentially questioned Gento, like, I thought that he was dead. And he's like, no, no, I have my suspicions that Sukuna's vessel is not fully dead. And then it goes into Ichidori's body and you see him calling out Sukuna, who's sitting on a throne of skulls in a white robe inside of Itadori. There's sort of like this ribcage domain type thing. Uh, And that's where the episode ends, and that's where it picks up as well. Going to episode 6, here we get to see Itadori and Tsukuna have some confrontation, which ends with Itadori coming back from the dead, who starts training with Gojo while his teammates train as well back at Jujutsu High. We then watch Jogo pop off at Gato in the cafe saying he's going to go fight Gojo. And the episode ends with that fight beginning right in the middle of an empty highway at night.
1: Yeah, so going back to the beginning a very good place to start
0: yeah with itadori and Tsukuna. what did you think of the inside of itadori and how like it looked and sukuna's general appearance and just the vibes coming off
1: so overall appearance of it with you know the mountain of skulls yeah i i thought that sent a very clear message of yeah. how sukuna wants everything to be going Um, now they were, I believe cow skulls. It looked like it was a cow skull, but yeah, it was, it was very off-putting because I can't even imagine, you know, what it would be like to go into your own body and you see a throne and you're like, dope, that's mine. And then you (laughs) see the demon Lord sitting on it, like waiting to have a conversation with you after he murdered you. He done got you killed. He done got you killed and he done did the killing. But yeah, he presents him with his two conditions for yeah. do, to come back to life. And it was, he says, what word was like, advantage?
0: Extension.
1: Extension. And he gets to take over for one minute. Then the second part was he doesn't remember making this deal. Yeah. But and then Ichidori shoots him down. He shoots him down because he's worried about his friends getting killed in the one minute takeover. Yeah, and Sukuna alters the terms. Yeah, and says in that minute I won't harm anyone. Which I'm I'm gonna be honest, I don't believe him. <laughs> well, uh, so do-
0: Ichidori also says the same thing, and. He essentially, Sukuna tells him that with curses, that if you make a deal with someone and you go back on that deal, then they fizzle out. And that deal is like binding to them. Uh, very similar to if Ichidori tries to do like selfishly through things, then that same repercussions would happen to him as well.
1: Sukuna, Sukuna says, all right, we'll have a fight to the death. I think. Yeah, he
0: says, we'll have a fight to the death. If you beat me, then you get what you want. And if I win, then you agree to the deal with my first two conditions. And as Ichidori is agreeing to that and like, yeah, no, let's go. Um, As soon as he says, yeah, Sukuna takes that uh, to just be like, all right, it's on. Uh, and he just bisects, like cuts in half Ichidori, like halves his head and everything. Which was just completely unexpected
1: and caught both of us off guard. I jump. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that one, that one got me. <laughs> I and and it's funny because you you put that clip in there. The, I don't think people understand that we were laughing for a solid like minute. Oh yeah, I was keeled over the side of my couch trying to gain <laughs> composure.
0: Because
1: it was so out of left field and a very, once again, set the tone of, hey, we're in my body, but it's not my body no more. Yeah, this is Sukuna's domain. I mean, that was really the first time where I was like, yeah, no, bro, you're a vessel. That's Mm -hmm. all you are. (laughs) They were correct. Uh, But yeah, so Itadori dies inside of his own body
0: and gets brought back to the land of the living, essentially pops back up completely buck naked on this operating table, freaking out the doctor that's there. Gojo and the handler get up and they're like, oh, my goodness.
1: The handler was freaked out.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely freaked out. And my favorite thing was Gojo's reaction, which
1: is also (laughs) you loved as well. Oh yeah, he just goes and daps him up. My dude was ha- hanging brain, <laughs> and Koja's like, "Ah, fuck it, come here, man." Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then after that, they leave the room, and that's when Doctor's like, "Ah, this is cool, but also I have to, you know, re-edit stuff." He's like, "Well, well, hold on. What if you don't give me a little bit of time to sort of get him up to speed, and then that's what's like, Oh, you're gonna train him?" He's like, "Hell yeah, I am." And then it goes back to Gento in the cafe talking with Jogo. That's when Jogo really starts getting pissed. He's like, all right, so if you don't think that I can kill Gojo, then what are we going to do to get rid of him? And he's like, oh, I have this cursed item that can seal him away inside of it. And finally, he's like, all right, well, then give that to me and I'll go get Gojo. And he's like, I don't trust you to do that. Gojo is very powerful. I don't think that you can handle it. And then he gets very upset and starts burning people
1: alive. Yeah, cuz it started with the it started with the waiter, but yeah. there was the other waiter who was in there who had a sense of the cursed spirits that were there. Yeah, he was like it feels weird in here and I feel like if I, can- I stay here I'm going to die. Yeah, is and what that, and he quit on the spot and booked it which mad props because in all my time waiting tables, I never dropped the apron and actually bailed. So good for him for, good for living him. out the dream. <laughs> but He, yeah, he, I, I don't, does that mean other people see them? Well, they don't see them, but they, it,
0: it takes a certain person and also a certain ability within a person that just is inherently born with them in order to see curses. But I mean, you know how they say about like the hair standing up on the back of your neck for like ghosts and stuff like that from mediums, essentially. It would be something like that where he might've had something going on and he was able to know about that because he's always been that way. Okay. But clearly not everyone felt that way as it it turns out. Yeah. And he bursts into flame. You see it like it start burning down to the skull. It goes over to this woman who's the last one and it, it has this I felt really cool so shot of for her. her face, and everyone behind her at the bar, like as it pans and like keeps focal point on her face, just bursts into flames behind her, and then she tries to run.
1: And as everyone's just burning. Oh fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's like Itadori's grandpa in here. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh yeah, the the last girl. Damn, that one really That one really hurt. She was so, so close to making it out of there.
0: The door opened, she fell down, and then she burst into flame.
1: And then the door shut, even though it wasn't supposed to. Yeah. It's an automatic door. It looked cool (laughs) cinematically. But that is what ruined my suspension of disbelief, was the (laughs) automatic door. Not the spontaneous combustion of, you know, Captain Magma destroying the entire restaurant. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so he does that, and then it goes back to Gojo as he puts Itadori in a basement with a couch and a TV. He uh, explains to him the difference in between curse energy and curse techniques, how curse energy is like electricity, and then curse techniques is using that electricity like an appliance does. Uh, he has this cool metaphor with, or not metaphor, but actually example with the cans where he blasts one and then twists another one to demonstrate uh, raw power versus using stuff. And sort of lays it out for Ichidori, and Ichidori's like, cool, so I can do cool things, right? And then he's like, well, you have to be born with a special thing in order to have it. You have something, it's not going to be the same as mine, I can't teach you what I have, but it could be cool, just not as cool as me. And Ichidori, pull <laughs> on, like, flat Stanleys, changes animation style, uh, yep. <laughs> gets a little sad, a little depressed, and then Gojo teaches him about... How to control cursed energy. Because... Ichidori was able to harness some, as we saw in his fight versus Special Grade, when he threw that punch and his fist started glowing. Uh, even though it wasn't enough to do anything to the Special Grade curse, it was still him being able to harness a little bit of the energy. And he tells him like, "Yeah, you need to get that. It's triggered by intense emotions." And Ichidori is like, "Oh yeah, like Fushiguro. He when he summons stuff, he always looks pissed off. As like, well, yes and no. He has those emotions, but he's always so playing on other emotions." And it pans to Fushiguro who's training. He's like, wow, I just got really upset. got really annoyed <laughs> for no
1: reason just because Gojo
0: and Ichidori talking about him like miles away,
1: talking shit from a distance. And he picked up on it. He
0: has that sixth sense irk sense of just like, God damn it.
1: Well, he is a high schooler. Yeah, that's <laughs> true.
0: But it goes back to Gojo is like, yeah, so what I'm going to have you do is you're going to hold this puppet that if you do not constantly flow curse energy into it, it will clock
1: yet oh it rocked the shit out of him at first oh absolutely and he's like so i'm gonna
0: put on all these super boring movies that are very time consuming and the whole time that you're watching them you cannot stop funneling energy And this will teach you how to continuously have that passive energy just going in your body and he goes all right have fun puts on a movie uh and then he leaves to go meet with the principal and on his way to the principal he gets stopped by or he gets his feeling of, you know, something's up, so he tells the driver to go on without him. He gets out in the middle of nowhere, and Jogo comes out of nowhere, slams down into the ground, whole superhero landing, making a giant crater and shit. And that's where the episode
1: ends. But once again, the driver, <laughs> the handler, as soon as Gojo goes, Here is good, stop the car, he's like, Is this a test? I'm going to drive away and you're going to hit me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, like, bro, it's not that serious. It's okay. He's just telling you to let him out real quick.
0: Yeah. Like, it will, it'll be fine. Don't be so anxious.
1: Yeah. Uh. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and then uh, the next episode picks up with the fight between Jogo and Gojo, and we get a look at both of their fighting styles. As the fight goes on, Gojo gets comfortable enough that he actually goes and gets Ichidori to teach him while he fights. Uh, We then see Jogo's domain expansion and a teaching moment for what that actually is as Gojo then shows his own better domain expansion. Freeing them and beheading Jogo, uh, Geito then sends Hanami to retrieve Jogo, and he gets to drop on both Itadori and Gojo, making a clean escape. The episode ends with Gato opening a door and entering this beach realm where the other main curses are, and we get our first look at Mahito. So going back to the g- beginning, uh the fight with Gojo and Jogo, which is super fun not to get mixed up when talking about really quickly.
1: Yeah, Uh jogo It's Yeah, yeah. Oh, jogo Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ugh, I can't even say it.
1: Yeah, it's Mojo Jogogo. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Jogo launches the whole thing with making these volcano things erupt from the side of the highway, the walls hitting, uh, presumably hitting Gojo, who dodges it. Then he has these mosquito things that fly at him. Uh, Gojo just stops the midair and then lets one of them go off to see what would have happened. And then he teleports to a different area and Jogo goes up to him and punches him erupting his head into flames and then it gets revealed that it wasn't that way. And then he sort of has this moment of, not that I hit you, what the heck? What was going through your head when you saw Gojo dodging all these attacks?
1: I felt like Jogo in that moment because I also thought he was getting hit. Like the the volcano on the side of the highway laid waste to the forest behind him and he's just standing there like yep yeah, that uh that happened. Well, it was it was really cool. I I'm fine. But it was yeah. really cool and I, you know, I was like how the fuck? Okay, sure. Maybe he just like fire doesn't really affect him. And then once the teleport happens, you see him get punched in the back.
0: Yeah. Like you see like, contact essentially being made.
1: You see contact, you see a body bend like you you're like okay that one hit him okay it didn't hit him what <laughs> so yeah. i also needed that explanation very glad we got it about the infinity yeah and i love the way that it gets into it of him just being like here
0: just hold my hand put your hand up like come and hold my hand and he's like what and it's like come on do it and he like raises his hand and everything he gets really playful with it it's like hmm I'm not sensing any hostility, any hostility or hostility. trickery. Yeah, and then he goes, and they get to the point where they're about to touch hands, and that's where you see like the infinity barrier in between the hands. Yeah, right there,
1: and it it all makes me kind of mad because I really want to like Jogo. I know I just watched him decimate like nine innocent people in a diner. Uh huh. But he he's he's fun. We're having yeah. a good we're having a good time. He's got some corks in his ears. He's got yeah. a little volcano hat. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like Squidward and the Super Pals. In the Super Pals, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Captain Magma. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I thought they'd throw it in there just once. Well, I think that
0: Spongebob doesn't have the same effect on the animators behind the show over in Japan.
1: Uh it and the might. writer. As it, it might have might. Had, uh, I've, I've seen SpongeBob in different languages. Yeah. Which anybody listening, feel free to watch uh, "Stepping on the Beach" in German, because it's the funniest uh, fucking thing you will ever <laughs> hear in your life. But Jogo, you know, you can tell he is really, he's he's really trying because he wants to make a name for himself. Even if he is one of the OGs, he still looked down on yeah, as presumably the weakest.
0: He, he just wants to essentially shove it and get into his face that he was able to take down Gojo.
1: And even with all of that happening and, I mean, Gojo even explaining, you know, he, he showed him the playbook. Yeah. He says, this is how I operate. And Jogo didn't care. He said, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just go harder then and uh-huh. see if I can beat you at your own game. Not a fucking chance. No, not at all. At all. Also the fact that, like you said, Gojo lays it out
0: and he's just like, so matter of fact, that like, he tells him exactly how it works because he is so confident in himself to be like, yeah, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. I
1: mean, that is uh, so it doesn't matter if you know
0: how. Yeah. And from that point, he holds hands with Jogo, like against Jogo's will, essentially begins to start holding hands with him, grabs onto his hands as they lock fingers And then just starts open hand punching into his chest. And you see blood come from Jogo, like this purple blood, as he spits it out at Gojo. And you see the blood stop on the Infinity Barrier, which really cool shot, in my opinion. And then he tosses him up and you watch as he gathers Infinity. That's not he's says that he can use it as more than just a barrier and you watch him gather the infinity that's in everything into this condensed ball of red energy and he calls it the technique red and then he you know shoots it and as it's like
1: gathering and everything is really really cool
0: you have the reaction after being a huge fan of cw's the
1: flash oh fuck my man's got his own particle accelerator holy (laughs) shit don't you loop me in with CW's oh, okay. The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Arrow has my heart. The Flash <laughs> had two good seasons, but Listen. I digress. Run, Barry, run. Uh, which is <laughs> what
0: Jogo does after seeing this huge energy. Uh, he gets hit by it and then just
1: starts booking it away from Gojo. Uh, yeah. To where he gets to the lake. And that was awesome because Gojo really just said, wait, bro, time out. You know what this is? This is a teachable moment. And then he teleports away, interrupts Itadori's training that he's doing. Uh, i to watching the movie. The extended edition of Lord of the Rings. Yep. I got Lord <laughs> of the Rings? <laughs> I forgot that it was in this. <laughs> Do not interrupt a man during his nine hour Lord of the Rings extended edition marathon and and i i realized upon watching that or or uh when i said that i do apologize because i know that the lord of the rings extended edition marathon is like 14 hours <laughs> so i know don't come at me i know but <laughs> i it, i really didn't expect them to throw that in there that was quite frankly not even if if you said a popular movie is in this show as a brief snippet that wouldn't even have been in my top 10 guesses
0: it caught you with the jennifer lawrence reference
1: it caught me with the jennifer lawrence reference yeah jjk knowing those those good things to plug jj jjk like basically calling me up and being like hey what are three things you love what's something you wouldn't expect in an anime but would
0: very much appreciate as soon as it gets mentioned oh these perfect
1: well i know they didn't ask for my taste in music after uh hearing the goddamn intro and outro still listen oh so, gonna listen. grow on me like a fungus i
0: know it's what number 16 out of all anime openings the opener for Jujutsu kaisen season one opening one so.
1: it, that is correct but also once again you started me with number three all time the season yeah. one opener for attack on titan and you should be able to appreciate
0: different goods as opposed to just having like one thing be good. You should be able to open yourself up to everything else being good as well.
1: Yeah, but then everything's good and then nothing is good because uh, if everything can true. be good. But bah. good. We'll find out.
0: Uh, later oh, on oh that's
1: right i think you mentioned <laughs> that uh, i'm not looking forward to it yeah but uh it gets back to it
0: and Ichidori is there with gojo who's like how do i get here and then gojo just doesn't even he goes yeah i warped here and there's like oh okay that's all explanation you're giving me cool and then there's he's a like lot oh, of that oh absolutely and it's the best because everyone just accepts it and moves forward as like okay
1: cool shit's happening can't really see gojo didn't have to make the shape of a car with his hands, though. I would like to point out. This is
0: true. Well, he didn't summon a car,
1: so. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, Ichidori sees Jogo. And he's like, "Oh wow, this guy looks powerful." And then they start talking, and Jogo's essentially like, "Wow, are you sure that bring your suit here is not going to slow you down?" And then Go just like, "Nah, man, I I brought him here. Like as long as he stays on my side, he'll be fine." Because if I'm being honest, you're. Pretty weak. And that sets Jogo off, who decides to do what it seems to be the ultimate move for like sorcerers and also spirits to do a domain expansion, which is the first time that we've actually seen it announced and see it form up. Uh, where essentially, as a whole, yeah, where like this yeah. dome essentially comes out or this bubble that is made by the person who creates it. Uh, to be their perfect environment and an embodiment of them themselves. So him being volcanic, it's like the inside of a volcano. There's lava everywhere. There's these volcanic rocks coming towards them. And it buffs the caster of the domain. And it makes it so that way whatever attacks that they use are like a guaranteed to hit.
1: You like you cannot
0: miss when you are in your own domain. Like It is going to hit.
1: And Jogo even says most Jujutsu sorcerers would be burned to ash just by entering the domain.
0: Yeah. And then in the meantime, Gojo's
1: literally over there
0: just like, Tapping on rocks to make them explode to protect him and Itadori.
1: Yeah, he basically caught one barehanded and just watched like an entire boulder it made it crumble and watched it shatter. Yeah, which it, as if he couldn't get any cooler. <laughs> and then he goes and gets cooler.
0: Yeah. Now he breaks it down for the whole domain thing of you can only leave. Uh, there's two options: you either attack the attacks with cursed energies to get rid of them or you try to break out of it but the second one is almost useless so it's it's better to simply just attack the attacks with cursed energy and then he's like or there's this other thing that you could do and then he creates his own domain and in doing that he takes off his blindfold and we see his eyes for the first time the stunning blue eyes of Satoru gojo uh (laughs) to which you said Oh
1: no, he's hot. Though <laughs> <laughs> well, they gave him the bluest eyes, I mean it's it's literally like Alexandra Daddario's eyes on a six foot five Japanese guy. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I was like, that is not cool, bro. <laughs> not okay. Yeah. But uh, he starts his
0: domain, and you see. The magma and everything around it disappears and Jogo gets pulled to a point where it almost looks like he is standing in front of or standing on top of a black hole. It looks very interstellar. And he says like, oh, I can't process anything. I can't see anything, but I can also see everything at the same time, but I can't process it to do anything. So I see everything and nothing. As this whole sensory overload for him, and Gojo pops up behind him, just carrying Ichidori under his arm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like luggage. Yeah, like luggage, and grabs the top of his head. And is like, normally I could kill you right now, but I have questions I need answered, so I'm just gonna do this, and rips his head off, keeping Jogo alive, but just as a head, and then he breaks the domain they go to the outside you see Gento has been watching the whole thing from up above with Hanami and that's when he pieces out because he doesn't want Gojo to see him because he doesn't want anyone from the academy to be able to identify him and he says all right if you want to go save him go save him it goes back to Gojo and Itadori, and they're like wow that was cool you're awesome and he's like thank you I know and then all of a sudden, this thorn hits the ground, flowers sprout up. They're like, oh, it's so pretty. And Hanami is there, grabs the head, books it, uh, and they go to run after Hanami. And this vine comes out of the ground, grabs Itadori, and flings him up into the air. And he's like, no, go after him. I'll be fine. And then he sees this massive tree monster with a huge... Now the spawn underneath him is like, just kidding, I need your help. Come save me. Uh <laughs> just a
1: 180 so quickly. Yeah, that was another one of those. The the last two episodes have really they they've gotten me on the laughs.
0: Yeah. It's got the funny elements to it that like they just get you sometimes and it's it makes it so enjoyable. I love it.
1: <laughs> it really, it really does, because yeah, we're like I said, we're finally starting to have fun. Yeah. But when when Gojo goes to and ends up decapitating Jogo, he grabs him by his little volcano hat. Yeah. So I thought it wasn't actually going to be a decapitation. That took me by surprise. I thought he was just taking the volcano off his head. Like, I didn't know if that was removable. Uh, It is not. Can confirm is not. Can confirm
0: is not. Yeah. And your reaction to that as well. Oh.
1: (laughs) Oh, indeed. Oh, you think that he was getting ahead of himself? Well, he's certainly ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. I hate us sometimes. Too. I really do. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, Itadori having his whole 180 of, of, yeah, man, I'm totally good. Don't you worry. I've never seen a, a plant with uh, teeth like that. I can understand why he immediately requested the help. Oh, yeah. No,
0: absolutely. If you see a tree open up underneath you, that looks like it's going to... Start nomming away. I'm gonna want some help.
1: <laughs> well, he did also just finish watching Lord of the Rings. I mean, the Ents, Tree Beard, he knows what's about to happen. Yeah. And it's a bad time. He also did just but... die as well earlier, so <laughs> like a day but... earlier. Yeah, but I think the Lord of the Rings one's a little more relevant to him. Oh, absolutely. It? It's a little more it's, it's fresher. Yeah, you know? Tree Beard is right. He died, there. He, he died yesterday, but Lord of the Rings, that was today. That was today. <laughs> that was that was he pulled me away from my mo- that movie actually that movie to come and do this shit
0: yeah so now Jogo is ahead Hanami has Jogo's head and is going away uh and Gojo looks at is like well I guess we'll go back to training so we can get you up to speed before the exchange event I is like where the heck is that and then Gojo fills him in then they get back to training then it goes to Gencho who Starts walking through this building, opens up a door. is suddenly on a beach. We see the sort of octopus-looking spirit just chilling out in the waves. Uh, Mahito is reading a book, chilling on a lounger. Uh, and so he goes over to him, and then they have a couple of words exchange, And then the door opens behind him, and uh, Hanami comes in with Jogo's head. With
1: Jogo's head. yeah.
0: And he was like, oh, it looks like you're doing better. And he was like, excuse me, do you think that this is better? I'm just ahead. And he was like, yeah, but now you'll take me seriously. Gojo is not something to be fucked with. And he was like, all right, I see your point. So what is your plan? And apparently they have a whole D-Day planned for in some time from now at the uh, Shibuya docks. And that is when he plans on sealing away Gojo to then get everything underway, which sort of piques the interest of Mahito because he wants to know about Gojo and all that. And he looks up from his book and it sort of does a close up on his face. And that's where the episode ends. But yeah, if you keep watching past the closer, you get this lovely little thing that they do at the end of most episodes called Juju stroll. Uh, which is usually just a small little thing that happens in this one. It's Gento and Mahito stretching and then warming up, and Jogo's head is just on the ground on the beach, and he's like, oh, what are you guys stretching for? And then it pans over, they see uh, Hanami in front of a gate, uh, a goal, and you see Gento and Mahito just take off, start playing freaking soccer with Jogo's head. And (laughs) the last anime that we watched together was Blue Lock, which immediately took me Right back to that with Isagi and everything. Absolutely it did. (laughs) They started dribbling and getting closer to the goal. And I started just speaking over it. Blue lock. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I am a striker. Soft football movement. And this is my first touch technique. (laughs) As Mahito (laughs) scores against Hanami. Oh, he buried that shit. Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh, But yeah, that's how episode seven ends what are your now yep mojito yes mojito i'm gonna call him mojito. mojito uh have we met mojito before oh, this is the first time this is the first yeah, time was okay not the i had no but i didn't know if like we'd seen him around or anything the opener. if it oh wow fucking thanks man yeah, you're welcome <laughs> but uh, there was there was also a goddamn sentient panda bear that I didn't know could talk. Yep, now you do <laughs> until the episode before. Listen, Jujutsu Kaisen keeps you on your toes. It does, or on my paws if you're a giant sentient panda bear. Well, yeah. it, it was you know it was really interesting to. Like, I'm trying to understand the dynamic between Mojito and what was the other guy's name? Gento. I can't forget it, Gento. So the I want to understand the relationship between them like are they are they you know former enemies turned lovers I'm going to ship them I'm going to ship them so hard
0: I think it's more of like a mutual respect and Gento has an idea of what he wants to do and it's like they are allies in that cause
1: and hooking up got it so (laughs) the the overall power dynamic between that entire group we haven't even seen what the squid is capable of what you have but i haven't so i want to know where he falls yeah in all of this because he didn't go and rescue Jogo from the fight yeah does he have to be water-based like there was a lake that kind of counts he walked in the cafe but Oh, he did kind of walk in the cafe, yeah, and he walked across the street. Yep. He plopped across the street. Yeah, I want to know what he can do. I want to. I want to see. You know, there's all the the episode left me wanting more, which is good, and it, it is good. the The show is is growing better on than I. It's better than I initially thought it was. I I wouldn't. You know, it's still one of those things at the moment where. If I stopped watching it, like if if I didn't watch any episodes for like a week, two weeks, honestly, I probably wouldn't come back to it. I, it probably would just escape my brain and I'd be like, oh, well that's probably too much. But in the time I'm watching it right now, I want to see more. And I feel like also,
0: especially as the series is beginning, we're still in the exposition phase where you're so getting like random info dumps. Like during these four episodes, we had the whole curse domain we had the classification and rankings of different curse spirits and how they should be handled we had how curse energy works and all these other little things that uh and that like how the exchange is going to work and everything which at a certain point when it happens so much right after each other it can be a little bit wearing so the first couple episodes i always feel like i'm an anime when you're or really a book or anything else when you're trying to set up that world and having all these things that way, you explained it that one time. So in the future, you just do not have to touch it. Everyone knows what it is. It's common knowledge. You can just get to the cool shit much faster. It makes it that much better later on, but in the beginning, it can be a little bit tedious, a little bit info dump.
1: It's a bit brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit brutal right now. I'm still trying to kind of wrap my head around how cursed energy actually kind of works. Uh, It's mostly Um, like
0: it's emotions, like strong emotions converted into energy.
1: But not everyone can do it. No, you have to have the innate ability. Gotcha. Okay. Like Ichidori had the uh, was able to see
0: that first cursed spirit when everything was happening because he was made aware of it and he had come into contact with with his finger and then he ate it and then he was like, all right, full blown, like I have abilities now. I can see all the cursed spirits. I don't need it Uh, you'll come to find out right because like what you were saying with like not everyone can see cursed spirits and stuff they get into that with a couple of other characters later on down the line
1: gotcha I'll be very excited for
0: you to see that and see what implications that has for certain characters as well
1: right because it seems like a you know a very potentially volatile thing Mm -hmm. for the people who can't see it I mean, nobody, nobody in that cafe knew that Captain Magma was sitting there just essentially waiting for an opportunity to kill everyone there. Yeah. As far as they're concerned, it was just a wild time of spontaneous combustion. And, you know, if the police come in and watch the security cameras, that's what they're going to see. Yeah.
0: There's any no security cameras to, uh, you know,
1: <laughs> to recover. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, they could be cloud, you know, cloud footage it is 2020. Yeah, exactly. The, the other thing that was really getting to me in these episodes was the fact that, you know, they can talk. Yeah, I guess when they're a high enough classification. No, because even the other special grades, I think it's also got something like to do the, with how long they've been around. Like these are the first that doesn't always make them
0: the right. most powerful. They're pretty powerful, but it doesn't make them the most powerful because they've been around for the longest. But they've had the most right. time like interacting with humans and everything to know the language and everything. Whereas some of the newer curses, like you were sort of talking about of kinda of, where's your ticket or would you like your receipt? Those might be a little bit
1: newer, like
0: fresher, turned into a curse.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be kind of cool to see how they evolve yeah i suppose would be the best way of putting it um and how they the curses themselves kind of come into their own yeah because i i feel like at times in this we're essentially watching especially in these last two episodes or last three episodes watching kind of two different shows yeah because now we have we actually are focusing in on the group of the bad guys who were doing their thing, trying to get their plans put through. And then we also have the Good Guys Go team training and prepping and doing all their stuff. So it's really cool to see both sides of the coin there and how that all works. Mm-hmm.
0: Getting both sides, seeing how they're both preparing and
1: everything. Correct. Like, I mean, each, each one keeps having kind of wrenches thrown into the cogs and having to adapt yes i mean Jogo did not wake up this morning and go you know what when i go to bed i'm only gonna need a pillow no blankets needed
0: (laughs) yeah i have one thing that i need to be comfy and that
1: is it not the entire body exactly yeah but uh i'm excited
0: to keep on watching uh i'm sure that you will have more questions pop up and you'll have other questions answered as oh
1: you fucking know it yeah but
0: so far, I think it's going pretty well. Uh, I'm thinking
1: the we're going to watch
0: the next couple of episodes, and we're going to do some more discussion on that. It's going to get into some cool stuff. We're going to meet a couple more people. There's some people that you've been hinting at yeah. uh, that come into play a little bit in the next couple of arcs. We get a little bit more Mahito, so you get to learn more about him and what he's all about throughout everything. Okay. And... Yeah, it'd be a good time. So thank you so much to everyone for listening. Again, we are new to this. This is only our second episode ever. We're working on uh, making it as best as we can. So bear with us yeah. as we're along that process. But thank you so much for tuning in. We very much appreciate you. And got get the next episode to you guys
1: soon. Have a good one.